A slip on the snowy sidewalk <coughs> in winter is a small thing. It happens to millions. A fall from a ladder in the summer is a small thing. It also happens to millions. The slip or fall produces a subluxation. The subluxation is a small thing. The subluxation produces pressure on a nerve. That pressure is a small thing. That decreased flowing produces a diseased body and brain. That is a big thing to that man. Multiply that sick man by a thousand, you can control the physical mental welfare of a city. Multiply that man by 130 million, you can forecast and prophesy the physical and mental status of a nation. So the slip or fall, the subluxation, the pressure, flow of mental impulses and dis-ease are big enough to control the thoughts and actions of a nation. Now comes a man. Any man is a small thing. This man gives an adjustment. The adjustment is a small thing. The adjustment replaces the subluxation. That is a small thing. The adjusted subluxation releases pressure upon nerves. That is a small thing. The released pressure restores health to a man. That is a big thing to that man. Multiply that well man by a thousand, you can step up the physical and mental welfare of a city. Multiply that well man by 130 million, you can produce the healthy, wealthy, and better race for posterity. So the adjustment of subluxation to release the pressure upon nerves to restore mental impulse flow to restore health is big enough to rebuild the thoughts and actions of the world. The idea that knows the cause, that can correct the cause of dis-ease is one of the biggest ideas known. Without it, <coughs> nations fall. With it, nations rise. <coughs> this is the biggest idea I know of. <coughs> this is B.J. Palmer's famous quote talking about the bigness of the fellow within, right? The big idea. And I ask you guys here in 10th quarter or so, are you studying chiropractic or are you studying diagnosis? Are you studying orthopedics? Are you studying neurology? Not that any of that stuff is bad or wrong because you need to study all those things to become a great chiropractor. But are you also, at the same time that you're studying x-ray and you're studying osteology and all this other stuff, are you also studying chiropractic? Because if you're not studying chiropractic, then you're really not getting a chiropractic education. You're getting a very scientifically based education, which is very important. It's a great underpinning, right? But what did D.D. Palmer say? Science, art, and philosophy. He didn't just say science. So it's a huge mistake, in my opinion, and I can say this after 30 years of practice, it's a huge mistake that if you're not studying chiropractic, then how are you getting chiropractic philosophy? Right? If a patient asks you a question and you answer them based on a scientific answer that they don't get, then you didn't educate them at all. Right? We need to educate our patients on chiropractic and the chiropractic that is founded upon the science, art, and philosophy. Right? Not just spouting science, not just spouting philosophy, not just talking art, but talking the whole thing. Right? As they say, talking the tick, the tick is those three things. It's the science, art, and philosophy. Now, why is that so important? I'm going to give you an example. How many people have seen Bohemian Rhapsody recently? Right? Good portion of class. If you haven't seen it, it's really excellent movie. Uh, I grew up when Queen was a big, uh, one of the biggest fans. When I, when Freddie Mercury and Queen were at Live 8, I was driving to play hockey in Long Island, New York. Um, I was driving to hockey and listening to the Live 8 concert on radio 
which was like a billion people who that listening to this thing, which is just totally crazy. So I have a big affinity towards um, what's going on in this movie, because <coughs> I understand. I, I lived during this era. But the thing that I want to talk to you about is that, now I can't say, I know you might be, oh, he's now going to say that Freddie Mercury was adjusted or Brian May. No, I'm not going to say that they have anything to do with chiropractic at all. I have no idea. That's not what it is, but this is my, where my brain goes to chiropractic and everything I think of. <clears throat> this is from We Are the Champions, right? One of their big uh, songs. And I just wanted to, to show you some lyrics here because I want to illustrate the point of what's really going to happen in your careers as a chiropractor and has been happening as a, in a career as a chiropractic student. And it's this sentence here. It's no bed of roses, it's no pleasure cruise. But I consider it a challenge before the whole human race. And I've been thinking about that for years as he's talking to me about chiropractic. Right? Now I know he has nothing to do with chiropractic, right? There's no relationship. I don't think he read B.J. Palmer's work before he wrote this. I don't think so. It might be possible. You know, he was an interesting guy. But um, my thought process is I consider chiropractic a challenge before the whole, the whole human race. Why is that? Because chiropractic works so amazingly well. Why isn't everybody getting adjusted? I don't get it. I don't understand it. I had a pregnant woman yesterday say to me as I was adjusting her, she said, Dr. Rubin, she stopped me and she turned around. She said, I don't understand how pregnant women go through pregnancy without getting adjusted. And I'm like, you should tell that to the world. <laughs> right? Because that's true. I don't get it. I watch a pregnant mom and especially if she's already had kids and she's got one kid on her hip and has a diaper bag and a car seat and she's probably going to get how do you do this, right? Just thinking from a pure biomechanical point of view, right? Just from purely biomechanical. I don't get how kids who are sitting in chairs like you guys are, or college students, are not getting adjusted. Because there is no worse posture for you guys than to sit on your rear ends for six, eight hours a day, like you do in high schoolers and elementary school age kids. There's no worse posture in the world. I don't get how anybody who has a desk job is able to go through the day without getting adjusted. I can't figure it out. I don't know how anybody who's got a job where they're driving, or like some people who drive taxi or Uber or truck drivers or whatever, or UPS or postal, how do they do this? Sitting all day, bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. It's all just biomechanically thinking about this kind of stuff. I don't get it. I don't get it. And, but I, what I really don't get is why everybody doesn't get adjusted. And that's my challenge to you, right? That Freddie Mercury and Queen brought about years ago. A challenge will follow the whole human race. My challenge to you is why can't we get everybody adjusted? Why not? Right? Why? I don't understand. Guess how many people drink Starbucks every day? Right? About 40% of people, when they think of coffee, they think of Starbucks. Guess how many people, if you say, what's your favorite soda? Guess what the percentage of the people who say Coca-Cola? It's like 48%. But you say to someone, what's one of the best ways for you to take care of your health? And what are they going to say? Uh, I don't know. It's probably most common, right? Or like take some vitamins, right? Maybe I should work out, right? Maybe I should eat right, right? Which all those things are good. 
But what's the most important part of your health? Your nervous system. Who said that? High five. Good job. What's your name? Sarah. Sarah, well done. Your nervous system. Your nervous system controls everything. How come people don't know this what chiropractors work on? Because you talk to most people about what chiropractors work on, what do they say? You crack my back. Right? That's not what I do. Right? I don't crack anything. The only thing you crack is an egg. Right? We don't crack backs here. Matter of fact, we had someone call up a couple of days ago and said, um, my, my new CA handed me the phone because she said, I don't know how to answer this question. And he's like, hi, I want to come in for a few cracks. I'm like, I want to come in for a few cracks. I said, we don't do that. We, we adjust the spine. He said, well, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, I want to come in and get my spine adjusted. And I said, okay. And he said, but like, you're not going to put me through this whole exam thing, are you? Can I just come in and get some cracks? I'm like, no, I am going to do a complete examination and probably take x-rays uh, of you before I do anything. Well, but I don't want that. I said, well, I, I appreciate you don't want that, but that's how I do it. Well, but my best friend comes to you and he recommends that I come see you. Great. Well, your best friend went through the same procedure that you're going to have to go through. You're going to need to get a spinal exam and x-rays if needed, and then I'll adjust you. But I don't want to do that. I said, well, let me refer you to another chiropractor who might want to do that for you. Right? I don't care what they want to do. I am not a puppet to them, right? If they want health care, then I'm going to give them the best health care I can, right? And that best health care is a science, art, and philosophy, which means I have to do all the things I need to do to get to where we need to go, right? And that's the challenge for the human race, because chiropractic has done a bad job of educating the public what it is that we do. But guess what we have an opportunity with now with the internet? We can educate people what chiropractic really is, right? We can tell people what it really is over and over and over and over again. And how do we do that? As just as a group here, there's like maybe 70 of you here, right? So let's say there's 70 of you. If every day on Facebook, instead of just posting what it is you're eating and what friends you're with and what concert you're going to, could you please post something about chiropractic? And not about how great it is about back pain, because nobody cares, right? Because we were just the back pain fixer-uppers, and we'd be saying all the back pain people, but we're not. It didn't work for that either, right? So let's tell people what chiropractic really is, which is a neurologically-based system to improve your health. That's what chiropractic is. That's what B.J. Palmer was talking about when he talked about over here. Readjustment, subluxation, release pressure upon nerves to restore mental impulse flow, to restore health is big enough to rebuild the thoughts and actions of the world. It doesn't say it's big enough to make people feel better and have less back pain. Right? Now, yes, it is very easy for me to illustrate to someone, I touch your back and your back feels better. So I get the easy illustration this is. Right? And I get it takes a bit more thought process to educate someone about the neurology of what it is that we do. But if we don't educate them about the neurology and we let people just think we're back pain fixer-uppers, there are plenty of other professions who want to take away what we do for backs. It is up to you. It is up to you young people out there to post this on Facebook every single day. Come up with some little chiropractic thing that talks about how chiropractic takes care of 
the nerve system. Talk about how it helps kids and pregnant women and how it helps everything. Right? It's up to you guys to do this. Because that's the new challenge before the human race that Freddie Mercury, in my opinion, put upon chiropractic years ago. Right? And we haven't, we haven't met up to that. We're still like known as the back pain fixer-uppers. How many times am I sitting with a new patient and I tell them the chiropractic story and they've been to chiropractic before and what do they say to me? I never heard that before. Well, you're in the right place then, right? Because I want to tell them what chiropractic is, not what's the chiropractors of the past who've focused on back pain have told the public what it is, right? We all know about the, like when I was in practice, first in practice, we were talking about in yellow page ads, the seven danger signals, and they were all like electricity coming out of the spine, right? And do you have sciatica, headaches, neck pain, back pain, you know, and that's what they think chiropractic is. See, even she doesn't like this, right? <laughs> Talk about what chiropractic really is, right? When you're in clinic, probably most of you are in clinic now, right? <clears throat> Whether you're seeing, even if you're seeing a student, could you do me a favor? If you're still in student clinic, or you're seeing, a, a, you're, you're in there and you're seeing one of the faculty here or someone who really knows about this stuff, could you tell them about chiropractic anyway? Could you talk tick anyway to them? Even though they know it, right? I have a, this little thing I do with uh, my interns and, in, and myself, my own practice, is I do the chiropractic game with every patient. And what we try to do is, how do I bring chiropractic back to the conversation? So we don't just talk about the weather and the Braves and Super Bowl and whatever else, right? As a matter of fact, when they were talking about the Super Bowl a couple of weeks ago, guess what I was mentioning? Do you know every NFL team has an official chiropractor? Really? Yes, every NFL team has an official chiropractor, and most college teams have official chiropractors. Wow! So I just took the consult, they talking about the Super Bowl, I'm not really interested, so let's go bring it back to chiropractic because that's what I want to talk about, right? So everything they say, no matter what they do, oh, I'm gonna go see some concert. And if I happen to know this is a fact, like Madonna, do you know Madonna travels with a chiropractor everywhere she goes? Really, yes. She wants to make sure her and her whole team are adjusted before every performance, right? Wow, that's super cool. Always bringing it back, always bringing it back, always bringing it back to chiropractic. Let me tell you something. Here's a little secret. When they leave your presence, do they ever hear about chiropractic again? No. no. Or if they do, it's something negative, probably. Or propaganda baloney. Right? So it's your job when you're sitting there, even if you're adjusting a student or a faculty member, just talk the tick. Right? Just tell them something. Come up with something for that day. You know, that makes sense, that talks about chiropractic. Even if you have to create like a list of 10 things you're gonna talk about in the next 10 weeks, right? And this is this week's topic and that week, I don't care what you gotta do. Do something to talk about tick because <clears throat> this challenge before the whole human race, if we don't accept it, I don't know what's gonna happen. Then chiropractic is gonna stay seeing 10% of the population. Why aren't we seeing 80% of the population? Why aren't we even seeing 40% of the population? I don't get it. And you know why? I'll tell you why, it's because we don't talk to tick. Most patients, I had a new patient come in yesterday, and she said, <clears throat> um, she said, oh, I've been to chiropractor all my life. I said, really? I said, when's the last time you were there? Oh, about 78 years ago. I'm like, okay. And I, and I said, so how do you look at chiropractic? Well, when I'm hurting, I come in and get adjusted. 
All right, that's one way to do it, right? Not bad or wrong, glad, glad, glad you use this as a human aspirin, but that's not how it works. And you need to explain this to them because this is their thinking, right? So that's my challenge before you guys as a class is take this quarter and make it the chiropractic quarter for you, right? I know you got OSCEs maybe, and I know you got boards, and I know you got Fox's, some radiology, RAD-C or Q or whatever it is you guys are taking right now. I get it, I get it, right? You have a lot of responsibilities. But here's my suggestion to you. Measure how much time you spend on Facebook. I bet you a lot of you spend way more than you ever imagined on Facebook. And now on most of your phones, you can measure it, right? On most of your phones, you can actually look and it tells you how much your screen time is, especially if you have an iPhone, right? Here's my suggestion. Take 15 minutes a day and read a green book. You say, well, I don't have any green books. Yes, you do. Because I have given you for free, Biggest of all within, glory going on, up and below the bottom, and Palmer's lower life. For free. Download them. Download them. That's like $300 for the green bucks. For free. I'm giving them to you to use them, to read them, to study them for this quarter. Every day, take 15 minutes of your Facebook time and turn it into green book time. And then every time you're with the patient, you talk to them about chiropractic. Something, I don't care what the hell it is, something relating it to chiropractic. You're spending an hour waiting for someone to watch you, right? You're sitting at that person just saying, huh, so weather's really good, huh? Yeah, weather's beautiful. You know what's really great is, is the pollen's out in the air. And the pollen's out in the air make a lot of people sneeze. You sneeze and you yeah, boy, well, getting adjusted might help that. Do you any of your, your friends or any of your kids have those kind of problems? Yeah, you should bring them in, right? That's the kind of conversations you need to have. These, Always go back to chiropractic inner kind of conversations because I think it'll be so much more valuable for you to start practicing your tick now than to wait till you graduate and now you're forced to. So do it now, stumble now. Check it out now when it's really a lot less, there's a lot less riding on it now. <laughs>